Holy fuck, what was that, Morty? Uh, okay, uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad we escaped w- whatever universe we're in. Oh, uh, jeez, Rick, w- where are we now? We seem to be in, like, this weird pitch black, like, you know, um, d- dimension. Uh, uh, Morty, settle down, we're just in a podcast. Uh, apparently, uh, for a radio network, uh, who thinks they're all that and a bag of chips, uh, apparently one of them is like, oh, we're gonna do a Rick and Morty podcast. Real original, you know. Oh, jeez, Rick, does does that mean we're we're going to be on a podcast? Uh, we're going to be on an unofficial podcast. The podcast is going to be called C- Podcast C One Thirty Seven. As you can tell, I'm totally reading this from a script. You, you know, it's it's completely great on that aspect. Oh, jeez, Rick. So what what are they going to talk about? Well, Morty, they're they're going to talk about us and, and like shows and adventures and. A bunch of other crazy Rick and Morty news, you know? It's it's going to be like one-of-a-kind podcast because podcasts are few and far between these days. Uh, like, I think everybody has a podcast. Yeah, Morty, that's the fucking joke I was trying to make. I was trying to be hilarious. You know, it's like one of those Seinfeld sketches or whatnot. Uh, anyways, we're not going to be like any award-winning, you know... Uh, you know, comedians in cars or some shit. Okay, but, uh, like, but, uh, you know, celebrities do have podcasts. Name, name anybody who has a podcast that's famous uh, from a podcast, okay, Morty? I don't know anybody. If I don't know them, they're not, they're not famous. Uh, jeez, Rick, what about, you know, Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan's pretty popular. Joe Rogan, Joe, Joe Rogan, uh, he, he was popular on, like, news, news fucking radio, okay? And who even cares about that shit? That's, like, so outdated. Oh, okay, what about, you know, um, Adam Carolla? Adam Carolla seems to be legit. Uh, people like him. Uh, Adam Carolla, uh, his last name is spelled, like, the fucking car. Good for him. W- what else? Uh, what about, um, you know, Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith is huge. Like, uh, people like him. Uh, okay, first off, Kevin James. No, I said Smith. Shut up, Morty. First off, Kevin James wouldn't, you know, have a podcast. He was uh, king of queens. He was successful. He, you know, he was also on, uh, you know, that Kevin Can Wait. And then uh, CBS, I canceled it after a second season. Uh, oh, what, what, what are you looking at, uh, um, uh, Rick? I was trying to do one of those you know, stupid office things where you stare at the camera, but it's a podcast. Anyways, uh, so go ahead, you know, check out the new all, you know, podcast on uh, 4i Radio Network called Podcast C, you know, 137. Uh, I Apparently it's supposed to be good. I, I don't know. Uh, the guy's kind of a hack, I, I heard. Oh, geez, Rick, like, you know, maybe maybe people will like it, you know. Morty, the only people who are going to like this shit is you. And, and, and let's be honest, you're you're a piece of shit. And I've already proved it mathematically, so, you know, you know, let's get the fuck out of here, all right? I, I heard there's some, uh, you know, bomb-ass ice cream on the Glibglop planet, so we're, we're gonna go there, you know? Oh, uh, okay, I can go for some ice cream. All right, well, anyways, um, see you later, I guess? No, Morty, they will hear us. They will hear us later. God damn, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Hey, Morty, we're back. It's a brand new episode. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we actually, we actually, yeah, I heard. Oh, you're going to interrupt? You're just going to sit here and interrupt me? I got, I got a script. There's an actual script, Morty. We're just not half-assing this episode. We're being fucking professionals right now, Morty. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. Okay, Morty, anyways, we, we have a guest. What? Yeah, I know. I know. We've only had one other guest, and that's because the person lived in the same house. And he had to beg that person to be on the show. It's pretty sad. Yeah, I know. He gets pretty desperate sometimes. Anyways, we got a guest, though. His name is uh, Jacob. You're going to learn all about him. He's a pretty chill dude. Fucking love Godzilla, so, you know, we're going to give him a shot. 
Yeah, yeah, this is actually like a test run. Like, if he does good, he might he might actually be like the actual co-host. Yeah, yeah, but let's not get, like, let's not blow Steve too hard, all right? Because he's always, like, fucking up everything. I mean, like, his Godzilla podcast went for, like, four episodes within three years of each other. Like, how do you fuck that up? Uh, yeah, like, he has a lot of failures. Uh, Steve is just a huge failure, but we're not going to get into that. So maybe, maybe he'll surprise us, maybe he'll do great, and, and maybe we can get the show on the road. Okay, well, uh, yeah, so uh, here's uh, episode five. All right, Morty, we're out. See you, bitches. Yeah! Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast C-137. I am Steve-O and actually I am joined by, uh, um, if you guys listen to, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast, we have like 13 likes on the Facebook page. I will I will let um, uh, my guest know if he wants to let other people know who are Rick and Morty fans that they want to join the, the, the page and also I try, to, I try to keep things updated and post funny things every other day or whatnot. Um, but, uh, more than, more the merrier. Like I, I felt I'm, I'm very bad. I know we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce the guest. Don't worry. I feel really bad. Cause like, I'm never, I know I do a lot of stuff, but I, I don't have like the confidence, which might sound weird, but I like, I hate like trying to be like, Hey, like this. Hey, go check. Yeah. Like I, I don't promote my own shit. So that. that's probably why a lot of my podcasts have probably failed mm-hmm. because I don't promote it as necessary. Like I'm part of like the blue ribbon army group on Facebook. They're, uh, the, Dragon uh, they're no <laughs> good oh, call. Red ribbon army. Red ribbon army. Good call. That's yeah. exactly where they got it. So a whole nerd, co- uh, community out here in Arizona, Blue Ribbon Army, uh, they uh, they have like I'm part of their Facebook page oh. and some of that. And we know the the two founders, Matt and Jen uh, Hines. They've been on uh, socially awkward and all this kind of stuff. But like you can, they're like, hey, if you want to advertise your stuff, you can't spam it, but you're allowed to do it like like once a month oh. or some of that. But I still haven't even done that. <laughs> like I'm like I don't promote any of my other shit, so uh, I'm really bad at it. So I, kind of, I I feel like if you did it, like be like, hey, I was on this podcast, it's pretty yeah. chill or whatnot. People would be like, oh, okay, we might you know. Get more listens or whatnot. But anyways, without further ado, uh, Jacob, I don't know if you want to give your full name or just go as Jacob. I'm going to stick with Jacob. That's fine. <laughs> I go with Steve-O, so it's completely understandable. Um, but yes, thank you, Jacob. Oh, my pleasure, man. This is so exciting. I really enjoyed being on uh, the Life is Shit podcast. And uh, I've been a Rick and Morty fan from the start, so I'm, I was thrilled to hear you had one of these. Yeah, I was. I mentioned it, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm huge." And like you, okay. So you and I have like kind of hit it off really well. Like yeah. Patrick even said it. He's like, "You got to meet Jacob." He he was always telling me this. He was hey. like, "You got to meet Jacob." And I was like, "All right, who's Jacob?" And he's all like, "Oh, it's one of my sister's friends and stuff." I'm like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Yeah, the guy's fucking funny." And believe me, you are. Like you'll say something. Like that's like I'm honestly thinking like I want to get back into stand up. I think you should definitely yeah. get back into stand up. Oh, we should totally like just start picking out some places, some nights, just roll up together, and just let's fucking do this. It would be easier than doing 
doing it yourself, right? That was that's the scene. What, I think both of us. Were that's in what I'm. I'm in. Like, and don't get me wrong. Us. I know a lot of like local comedians out here and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always, again, don't self promote, and I don't want to be like, hey, you yep. doing you doing a show this week? Can I tag? Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, like, I like I feel like. But if you do have like other, and that's why I feel like this episode is going to be like a, a really good episode mm-hmm. of the Rick and Morty podcast, just because it's like we were talking about. It's very easy to bounce things off of another person in the room uh even if you did skype like i've done skype episodes too and it's you can you know talk back and forth record it totally i mean that's how i used to do long box cast uh my comic book podcast my co-host was like all on the east coast Mm -hmm. so we would just get together and just like every saturday and talk about that kind of stuff so like so again it's very i don't self-promote but uh er, i'll I'll get this stuff out of the way because i do want (laughs) to talk more and i feel like i'm really rambling it's because i probably already four beers deep um yeah i'm a little deep no you're good (laughs) we're gonna get deeper it's gonna get deeper that's the plan uh but yes you can listen to us on fourradios.com facebook twitter spreaker itunes stitcher zoom marketplace blackberry podcast blueberry podcast mirror guide double twist youtube swell radio player fm google play music google podcast app spotify and Podchaser. i know there's a new one that was just added but is that right yeah blackberry podcast yeah blackberry podcast is still a thing god bless i was a blackberry devotee so years so it's so funny because like i don't do the spiel anymore on life is shit because Pat mm-hmm. does not care. He's like, no one listens to this. Even though we've <laughs> this had... Is for us. Yeah, this, honestly, this like, we... therapy. <laughs> we put it as, if no one listened to that show, we're fine. Yeah. We just do it because we think it's hilarious. Yeah. And, like, I'll go back and listen to shows, and, and like, this is the only time, I guess, I give myself self-worth. I'm like, wow, we're funny. Ah! Like, this shit's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, kind of thing. But, like, we were fine. Like, we were just getting, like, a steady stream, like, when uh, Eric was doing numbers for the show, mm-hmm. or the network, it was, like, a steady stream of 200 listeners. Is that right? Yeah, and we were, like, surprised. We are like, good for them. And then one show, one show, 762 listens. And what the was show, the difference? The show, no, this is the thing. The show title was called Hashtag Hate Yourself First. <laughs> Because there was a lot of shootings going on. Oh, God. So we came up with the, like, hey, if the last part of your plan of after shooting a bunch of people is killing yourself, hashtag hate yourself first. Dude, before you get Do to that before you get mass to that shooting. Point. Yeah, and people are like, well, why do you hate people? It's like, because I hate myself. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, so I might have the right to hate other people. But if you don't hate yourself and you just want to hate other people, mm-hmm. there's no right to. Because you know why? Before you can love others, you have to love, love yourself. yourself. So before you can hate others, you have to hate yourself first. <laughs> and we were blown away by that. Pat and I kept dying laughing. We were like, what? Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I have to say, though, once you say it out loud, I'm, I'm familiar with that feeling. And, uh, and probably my acknowledgement of my own self-hatred is what's kept me from full nihilism. So this is fine. Yeah. This is, uh, I, 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 I empathize with that. Perfect. Let you jump into your... Oh, no, you're good. All I was going to say, because i got one more thing to get out of the way, is uh, if you want to help out the show, you go to 4iRadio.com, click on that Amazon banner, shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste of you do, blah, blah, blah. If you want to actually follow the pa- Facebook page, you go to facebook.com backslash podcast dash C dash 137. Like, honestly, getting these fucking uh, handles I need to get pissed me off, because somebody <laughs> had... Okay, so this pissed me off. So Twitter, right off the bat... Uh, I want to just at podcast C137. Yeah. Someone already had it. So I was like, all right, let's see what they do. No, no and that's fine. Because like, I, I got Terry aircraft. I'll put it this way. I, I jumped into doing a Rick and Morty podcast and laid in the game. Three seasons have already dropped. Sure. A lot of people jumped on Fair. the bandwagon. But I feel like, okay, what could I do that is different from the other ones? I'm like, for all I know, I'm the only person that I know. And besides yeah. <laughs> Justin Rowland right now, that can do Rick and Morty. That's a good impression. Like, I've heard, strong. I, and I've heard people do it. And you're like, okay, yeah, haha. But like... I actually got down to the point where not only can I do Rick from the very beginning of the show, 
where he has a really hoarse voice <laughs> to where now it's kind of like this, oh, hey, Morty, it's some of that. Or yeah, really yeah. like, Morty, uh, Morty, we got to do. And it's like really deep. Yeah. And stuff, and like the best part about it, I was at work and I was listening to like I think it was like Get Swifty. It was like the second one, like uh, Stand Up Posterior when they're uh-huh. singing. But then Morty is just like, oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, I fucking can hit that pitch. I, got I don't it. know. I yeah. don't know. Like it's just a thing where yeah. I sat down and which is weird because Morty was the one that I was able to nail like right off the bat because mm-hmm. I do the squeaky voice like teen from The Simpsons. <laughs> right. So I was like, oh okay, I get, like that's the weird part. I can hear where pitches are at. I'm like, well, I can do this, so I'm in that realm. But Rick, I was like, I don't know if I can do Rick. Rick's going to be hard. Rick it's is a, easier to do than Morty. Morty will destroy my voice. Is that right? Yeah, if I'm like yell, like if I got really like drunk at a party and I'm like yelling the entire yeah. night and someone said the next morning, hey, can you do a Morty? Terrible sounding. You couldn't do it. Terrible. It's just hoarse. It's just like, oh, I got, I got really, I got really hammered last night, Rick. But like Rick works because your voice is just gravelly. It's kind of so like when that. you're like that, you're just like, oh, whatever. I got fucked up, so I'll just, I'll just do a Rick the next morning. So it's, <laughs> it's easy and stuff like that. But that's why I feel like is the is the thing. But anyways, back to the actual uh, Twitter account at Real Podcast C one thirty seven because I checked out podcast c137 they haven't done a fucking show they've been around for a year with that handle so i was like fuck you i have five now in the chamber so come at me bitches <laughs> they just want you to come they, they're like domain uh oh I'll, I'll fucking i'll fucking beat your ass huh you want me you want me to come down i'll come down like a fucking god you fucking backwood backwood fucking savages i'll fucking i'll fucking rail you yeah i'll fucking rail you like mr mr fucking jelly bean tried to do in this episode i oh, know We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and then also on Instagram at Rick and Morty podcast, C137, all, all one word. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so that's all that spiel. But before we dive into Rick and Morty, and I'm glad you're having a good time. It's I feel, so fun I feel so like good. I'm being an ass right now. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm with it, though. <laughs> like, I know you're being an ass, but I'm good. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, but Jacob, uh, <laughs> people, if they didn't listen to that Life is Shit episode, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and uh, I guess also what got you into Rick and Morty. Mm, not much to tell about myself. I'm a... Uh, just a uh, drifter. Uh, I don't. I don't have much going on. Um, we're at a gas station occasionally. I'm a drifter. We're in a warehouse occasionally. I. I yeah. I, I just make okay, it through. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna help you out. Yeah. With your lingo right now. You're like ah. going to walk alone. To no, be fair. No. Perfect. No. This is the thing. And this actually puts you at a different status. You're still stating the things you do. Mm-hmm. You're a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Fair enough. I would like to master something See that? one day, but you will. You're yeah, still young. I, well, not that young, but we'll, younger we'll see than how me. Those. Um, but uh, more importantly than how I pay my bills uh, is probably how I got into Rick and Morty on this podcast. This would be the one place where that's a more important fact <laughs> more about important myself. Fact. Uh, well, you're you're uh, like it's yeah. fine to say. I would say you're a nerd. Uh, you I like, guess so. You like I your glasses, and I'm fat. Well, no, uh, uh, no, no, no. Well, no. Definitive. I'll put it this way: Those are classic. The the stereotype features. of that of a nerd. I'm talking about more like no. I embrace nerd and geek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I classify myself as a nerd. Mm-hmm. Like because I'll geek out about stupid fucking shit. I do that. Like sure. so, and it has something to do with appearances and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, and believe me, because like one person told me one time, like back in the day, I'm probably like stepping on weird territory now. <laughs> one person, they were like, "You're not a nerd. You're a geek." And I was like, "Why?" They're like, "Because geeks are." hotter and i was like okay i'm gonna well, take that so that's good that but that's when i was like real fucking skinny like oh, this was like back in high school god i never had that in my life you want to get born 11 pounds so <laughs> literally so <laughs> I, I never once in my life have i been that i never had a sharp adam's apple oh i, I never, never i've never had that <laughs> you know i just, I had, a, I just had a sharp tongue oh 
I uh, <laughs> the sharp Adam's apple was always the sign of a guy that that fucked. But really, I always I thought so. Those were the guys I was I was always intimidated by. Really, because I always saw with the huge Adam apple. Like I would always see that, and this is a weird. Yeah, I'm gonna say we're let's get into this, it. I'll put it this way: this podcast is getting it's getting it's gonna get dark. It's getting Fair darker. Enough. The episode was got dark. Yeah, so our, totally our podcast is gonna get the... dark because uh, I've never once been asked about the 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 sharp Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it, every time I saw that. Like me, I would always see them be like, "That's disgusting." Oh, like I, no, oh, fair enough. Like I, I, I was yeah. like, gross. Like if I was a yeah. female, fuck that. Well, here's the here's or the, like, do you know a bunch of women that went to your high school that were like, "Oh, you don't have a sharp Adams." Like I would blow dudes. No, this was a. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an observation I actually came to later in life, but it holds true. Dudes, I don't know if it's just the general makeup physically of those guys. But they're skinny. They stay skinny. If you got a sharp, like if you could cut cheese uh, with your Adam, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you could cut that's cheese. wait. The cheese knife is the le- le- least sharp knife. But I. Uh, but if you could cut some, if you got a sharp Adam's apple, you probably got a decent dick, and you probably got decent endurance. That's what I've come to learn. Uh, I don't know. If that holds true in every case, but those are um, the guys I'm intimidated by. I'll, I'll put it this way: I'm gonna I'm gonna trump your fact right there. Hit me. I don't have a sharp Adam's apple, right? Yeah, yeah. I can keep stamina. That's a logical fallacy. So there you go. I, 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 my my A equals A is not holding up, but like I uh, <laughs> I think um, I'm just saying I have uh, no stamina and no Adam and no discernible Adam's apples. So hey, well, you know what? This is if a, you don't get pussy from this podcast being r- on it. <laughs> You're probably just like everybody else. I so, <laughs> who, who are those groupies? We have thirteen. I would so. love to see them. Uh, but yeah, fair, fair enough. That's fair funny. Enough. Okay, so so working the day to grind something, oh, but you know uh, jumping. So Rick and Morty. When did you discover? Did you find it right off the bat? I was right. I was. I was an early adopter. I. Uh, I was a Dan Harmon fan. I was a Community fan. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. And then. The uh, community led me down a Dan Harmon rabbit hole, and I was a huge fan. I uh, after I realized he made Community, and Community had such like I think like a distinct voice for sitcoms, mm, and it yes. was a good time for sitcoms to be fair. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, because you had Thirty Rock going yeah, 30 on. Thirty Rock, time. you had The Office, the, still the relevant. Office, you had uh, Parks and Rec. I guess was yeah, coming Parks around. and Rec. And guess what? All of these were NBC. Yeah, they're all uh, the, the Thursday night. Yeah, like Thursday I that night. literally used to be a, a appointment viewing, but. Um, but community was a big thing, and I fell in love with that show. And then I went down because we were in the, still the age of the internet. So I went down the Dan Harmon rabbit hole, and I went through Channel One Hundred One, mm, all yeah, those yeah, videos yeah. that come from all sorts of different guys. Uh, Jack Black and, and Justin Roiland was yeah, that was stuff for that, and and uh, Ryan Ridley, who we talked about earlier, I, who's I really, on Rick and Morty. Yeah. I really like, uh, yeah, I really like that you're mentioning that because I I didn't I didn't know about that stuff until after I got like the first season of like Rick and Morty mm-hmm. on uh, like DVD, Blu-ray, whatever you want to do, and they actually had behind the scenes shit. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to check this out because I absolutely and honestly, I was watching their shit and I'm like, dude, I want to just work for them. House of like, Cosby's. I don't, I don't even, yeah. yeah, House. I didn't know that was them. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like finding all this shit that like i've heard about seen but i had no idea these guys were attached to it yep. kind of thing and you're just like what the fuck yeah so then you start watching this bizarre fucking sh- like these shorts and weirdness and like if you've already seen rick and morty when you're seeing this you're like oh okay that's where that came from that's yep. where that came from it, it absolutely is a but continuity. now i'm thinking about like the people who saw this before rick and morty was even a thing 
and you're like, what the fuck are these two doing? Like, yeah. this is just weird fucking shit. So good. And though. how the show got started was Dan Harmon's like, hey, community's wrapping up. We're going to be done. Mm-hmm. And Cartoon Network hit me up with an Adult Swim thing. They're like, do you want to do a show? And he's talking to Justin. And Justin's like, well, I got those voices. Why don't we do something with that? Doc and, and Marty. Then, and then he's like, all right. So then they were like, and then you hear about like the process of them creating that. And it's all like, well, instead of making him just like this doctor dude, because that's just bizarre, this 14-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid's hanging yeah, out with this random the Back to the Future, to the future thing. They're like, why don't we just make him like his his uh, his grandpa, Grandpa Rick? And then you're like, okay, he's family and stuff. And then it's yeah. like, okay, so like you watch that first episode and it's a fun fucking episode and just bizarre Definitely. and wacky. And then it ends and you're like, oh, where, the f- where is this going to go? And then like the second episode outside the gate is just like the one with the, the dog. And right. then it's weird because like I think about those episodes and I'm all like, you think they're two separate episodes, but you realize they're one episodes because one is story A and one story B. Is the hour long pilot. And, kind yeah. Of and broken the, down and their and their story A and story B's always seem to mesh in Rick and Morty. So well. So fucking well. Which I got to say is probably because I think a lot of the humor and I don't know, I'm not in the biz or anything, but it feels like a lot of the humor is Justin Roiland humor and a lot of the structure is Dan Harmon's structure. And, it, and it's. Though it's the blend of those, it's the oh, absurdist, definitely. crazy stream of consciousness humor with actually very structured A and B storytelling, and like you're, all a- of that. you're actually absolutely right. So do yourself a favor if you guys own the copies of like those actually on disc and whatnot, or even if you can see them online, check out this behind the scenes stuff because it is really fucking funny. Like mm-hmm. they have bizarre shit because oh, Aqua, yeah. Aqua Team Hunger Force used to do that weird shit all the time. Aqua like they'll show you actual Force. cool stuff, yeah, but then they would show you just this bizarre. Like they have this one guy and he starts talking, and you're like, oh, that's the Mister Meese guy like yeah that's just his voice and you're like <laughs> just, he's and, just yelling he's just it. doing like these weird like interview where he's holding mm-hmm. a mic he's just like where do you like to pee and it's just <laughs> like and they take you like little bizarre tours but then there's stuff like you were talking about like they'll walk into a room and there'll be a bunch of ideas on a whiteboard and justin will walk in and go no that's not funny mm-hmm. i don't like this or whatnot or then he'll start trying to make fun of something and then it turns out to be actually funny about him making fun of it. And then they're like, okay, these are the interdimensional cable episodes we're going to do. And right. they're like, oh, shit. Lock them like, up. Like, and then I think Dan like kind of writes – like I think he probably writes solid scripts. But he's also mm. like, hey, this is the idea. Like do a little ad lib. Like give us a couple of different lines and we'll see which one's like mm-hmm. – because I guarantee, because you have like Chris Parnell on there who's Jerry Smith. Uh, Saturday Night Live yeah. and does a lot of – like he's on uh, – really? uh, what's it? Archer. He plays – Oh, uh, God, he's, yeah. He's Zero. Zero. And it's just like, he's just fucking genius. Like, you ever see him on 30 Rock? Dr. Spaceman! You know, like... <laughs> yes, Benjamin. Yeah, fucking... Absolutely. He's, he's just a genius. So you know for a fact, like, they probably give him a script and he reads it. He's like, oh, this is pretty funny. He's he like, really well, give us a couple genius. of... Give us a couple of, like, different lines. Because he he'll throw out some shit, like, yeah. Jerry says some shit where you're like, that's fucking dumb, but it's also... <laughs> like, prime example, it's in a later episode in season one where it's like, the, everyone turns into praying mantis of the Cronenberg episode. Cronenberg. He's like, my, my name is Mr. Crowbar, and this is my friend who is also a crowbar. And it's just all like, that's stupid. And they just beats this guy to death and he's like yeah but look where smart gotcha and it's like so stupid but yeah. how he delivers it you're like fucking jerry's a badass yeah or in this episode jerry had his bad i mean the whole thing oh, right. turned yeah. on jerry turn on jerry uh, yeah fulfilling his destiny so i'm i'm very curious uh, yes. i always like to ask people and hopefully we do if we haven't passed your like i always ask people what's your favorite episode in each season oh boy because uh 
I know exactly what mine is in season one. And don't get me wrong, I love them all. And stuff, but there's an episode that just stood out to me that I'm like, this is that episode that made me like the entire kind of show twisted. And I mm-hmm. go, oh shit, they're do- they have an arc. Yeah, they're planning on doing a story arc, and they're planning on giving us a ton of backstory mm-hmm. of something that we're like. I didn't even I didn't even know this existed and now it does and I want more of it kind yeah. of thing. It was one of those weird like What was yours? Mine was uh I believe it's uh, a total Rick call and it's the one where you first discover of all the multi universes and the different Ricks and the Citadel yeah, yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah. Cuz that had a turning point in that episode where you're like what? This is big. They're this gonna, is like, fucking and it became and became so far, the series long. It's like a thing, it's a yeah. story arc that's going on right now. So it was very, that to me cuz I just thought oh it's just going to be wacky adventures. You know, kind yeah. of thing. Because everyone has an episode where they were like, this is my favorite. Because I know, like, my uh, uh, my girlfriend, Anna, she loves the one with the devil, like, in the first episode. That's such a good She's like, it's a great episode. episode. But yeah. she's a huge Summer fan. She absolutely loves Summer. But mm-hmm. Summer's a great character. Like, you see her kind I of evolve, yeah. evolve and stuff she like that. She has great moments in so that it's episode. Very and, like, Patrick's favorite episode in season two is uh, uh, f- the one with uh, Fart. The, uh, the the gas cloud. The gas cloud. The some moon of that. Man. Yeah, the moon man shit and some of that. So it's always interesting. So... I like honestly this episode we're going to talk about today. Uh, 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 Mr. Meese's attack is a classic, kind of Fucking, now. Oh, it's a big years classic. into the show. It's my mom's favorite episode. Your mom has a favorite Rick and Morty. Oh, episode. my mo- my parent. Okay, so they like rolled in. Like, can we borrow Rick and Morty? I'm like, I'll give you the first season because I'm like, I'm not giving you two seasons if you're not going to like it because you guys will sit on this shit. And that is, yeah. It's if- end of that night. My mom's like, you have the second one. I go, oh, you guys finished what? it? She goes, yeah, we blazed through it. And she's like, I love it, and your dad loves it. Now, this is interesting, because my dad was the one that got me into watching weird, fucked-up cartoons and shit like that. Uh-huh. He introduced me to his favorite thing was The Simpsons. Oh, He was perfect. a Matt Groney fan, yeah. watched all of his stuff, loved that kind of shit. And then Simpsons come on, my dad was like, we're watching this. My mom's like, "Is it?" he's like, it's animated, it'll be fine, and stuff like that. And I sat there going perfect like, this is, yeah, knew. this is amazing. Oh, yeah, he fucking knew. He, <laughs> he oh, knew you ever read that Matt? Matt Groney's like Life is Hell Absolutely. Books? Oh, fucking great. <laughs> but also probably not oh, exactly for kids, but... But, All the kids that watched The Simpsons were the better kids in class. Yeah, so fucking it. love The Simpsons. So it was it was very interesting. We kind of flipped at my time point where I was kind of like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm into. What do you think? And they're like, yeah. And I'll talk to my dad about it. We're like, I'm rolling over probably tomorrow for, yeah, We're this is before Father's Day. So everybody's yeah. out there, happy Father's Day. Unless you hate your father, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or Shit went dead. down there. Oh, I, my apologies. And is yours? He is dead. Oh, damn. But it's all right. Do you want to talk about how he died? Uh, just uh, b- bowel cancer. Oh, okay. You know, very, you gl- just, very glamorous death. Just, I, I would it was just like, say, uh, no, I, an I'm, evil Knievel, like, uh, as bad as it sounds, I'm, 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 yeah, this is going to sound bad. I'm happy uh-huh. that it was cancer. <laughs> it's not fun. because of in the horrible way that he had to suffer one sure. but, but I was waiting for you to be like, he either killed himself or he oh, like God. murdered a bunch of people and then was like, in no, a, like a, a Mexican standoff. So it was very, well, I don't know. Is cancer better than that? No. <laughs> Say, no, going out uh, no, I'll Dog Day Afternoon no, style it, might not have I'll been I'll put that. it this way. Cancer is the only better option because he really kind of didn't have a choice. True. A- everyone, he would have rather yeah. had not have died, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah. If he had a choice, like, they were like, hey, you got cancer, but we have this cure. And he's like, no, fuck this cure. Yeah. I'm going to write this out. <laughs> Completely different story. Here's a very tenuous connection. C-137 podcast. C-137 universe. 
in Vietnam, my dad was the flight chief on C-137s. Was he? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> he did three tours in like, Vietnam gonna be, on uh, C-137s. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You already got the job of being the co-host, but now you're just like, I'm like, you want to keep sucking and after I've come? Go right ahead. This hey, is nice. baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. I never forget the balls. I uh, but Damn. Yeah, that... Um, I don't... Where do we get down? Oh, because it's Father's Day soon. Yeah, I was just saying because of Which Father's Day or whatnot. also feels like a, a relevant holiday to Rick and Morty because so I was realizing at this show, like, for as much as people remember the sci-fi tropes and, like, the great uh, actual sci-fi storytelling that is better than a lot of regular sci-fi movies, um, they're very secondary. Like, oh, yeah. Both stories in this episode were about... Jerry kind of being a loser and not being able to commit to anything or finish anything. His relationship with his wife, they almost got divorced yeah, this early yeah. in the series. And then the second, the the B story with them in the giant land and the fantasy land is definitely about kind of showing how Rick cares for Morty. And uh, yeah, like, the actual very family orientated, yeah, the like, very fantasy, the sci-fi and fantasy parts are very much secondary. Oh, it's very secondary. To all the fatherhood. Yeah. Uh, just things. Or, yeah. Cause it's, if you look at it as the actual family, you do care about these characters mm-hmm. and like, all and the, that's central to the and, story. And it's so weird because it's like, you have this actual kind of central family, but all this crazy, weird, chaotic, like chaos mm-hmm. around them that they have to yeah. deal with. But they don't change those. The family dynamics never change. Yeah, right. Like even like as they move. Through I mean, it. prime example with this show, like uh, the Mr. Meeses episode, which we'll dive into. It's like there's a part oh, yeah. in it where it's all like they're literally going to die, and that's still like a second story to the fact <laughs> that like we're we're gonna stick together for for this marriage thing. Like right. we're gonna figure us out. It's like yeah, this is a problem, but us breaking up is worse than right. what's going on right now which and, is very weird and i got into the whole um you know there were a thousand me seeks trying to get uh jerry to to <laughs> drop two strokes off his golf game yeah but it all it took was his wife saying i love you and believe in you is what actually got him to do it yeah it's like, that, you know there's there's something to be read into there uh that's probably true for people with low self-esteem they actually just need the people they care about to tell them they no matter how much validation they get from the outside world won't really matter it'll never fill that hole that can be filled with the people you actually care about yeah it's like there's a whole thing there. yeah it's well that's what i'm saying like this this movie has a lot or not this movie this this show just has a lot of depth in it Mm -hmm. and stuff of that that's why i always think it's funny when a lot of people like like the first episode is very interesting. Like it, it got me hooked. But I know it's a, a lot of people took them like a couple episodes to actually get into the show. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, the first episode's fun, but it's like watching it from we- like I was able to binge it, yep. so it was nice seeing them back that to back nice, to back yeah. to back. I can imagine seeing it weekly. Yes. And it's kind of like, okay, well, do I want to do I want to take another thirty minutes to watch the next episode? Did the first episode really grab me and right. some of that? So like, it took like me. I was kind of like sold because I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? And what's coming? Yeah. What what's else coming? What else yeah. are they going to do? And this, to have it right there in the yeah, right there and there, cycle. and you're like, this is amazing. But I remember like all the advertisement they did for it. Like they did big advertisement before Rich the show even dropped. Like they made like the 
these Rick and Morty like sculptures. Like one was like crashed his ship like in the middle of like L.A. at some point, <laughs> and it had just Rick in the car like this, and like Morty outside, and you just see their ship like crash on the sidewalk. <laughs> they also had like a wanted poster of Rick and Morty, and then like they're sitting on the edge, like another again like statues sitting on the edge of a, like a billboard, and Morty's like drinking or Rick's drinking like a flask, and Morty's uh-huh. just like. Like, we got to get out of here, like, kind of look. And, and it's, like, this big advertisement of something that I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Right. It's just, they're just saying, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty's coming, Rick and Morty. It basically, to me, felt like they did the Gabbo thing from The Simpsons. It was yeah. just like, Gabbo, Gabbo, Gabbo. And they're like, what's Gabbo? And then, you, like, <laughs> yeah. but everyone tuned they're in. already sold out. Like, kind of thing. Like, I was yeah. like, I like this artwork. I like... This weird mad scientist, it looks right, like, right. you know, you're like, but I have no idea what this is about. And then you dive in, you're like, oh, my God, not only is it fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. uh, great jokes, stupid, like, like quotes, like, I'll quote shit all the time from it, them now. Yeah. And, but, like, then you sit there going, like, I care about these characters. What mm-hmm. is going to happen to this family, you know? Absolutely. And, and that is the best. And that is, like, like, this episode I hadn't rewatched in a long time because I was one of those people watching it week to week when it first came out. And I probably have watched it since, uh, like, the first season since then and stuff. But I remember watching it because, like I said, I was a Dan Harmon fanboy, so I was already sold. I was like, you're a genius, and whatever you do, I'm going to be on board. I I drove to L.A. uh, just to see his podcast live. Oh, shit. Was there for, like, a day and a half. Was there for, like, less than 48 hours. Because we drove in, I actually with Pat's sister. Oh shit! Uh, we we drove in there just to watch, just to go see that podcast. Oh, that's amazing! And, then we left. and it was great. But did they yeah. do it at the Meltdown? They, it was at the Meltdown. Fuck! It was at the Meltdown shit. Theater, which is now totally closed. Yeah, down, it's totally think, gone. Right? Uh, kind of a cool place. We stayed right there on Sunset. Like we we were right there on the Strip, and then walked to the venue from our hotel and stuff. Oh, very. It was cool. very cool, but. Um, so I've been sold from the beginning, but going back and rewatching it kind of, um, got me on, on what you were talking about. I, uh, Oh, no, you're totally fine. (laughs) No, you're good. Actually, it's a good... So the episode episode we're jumping into uh, right now is episode... Oh, no, you're good. Thank you, though, because I'm like... I realize I'm like, like, we're good. This podcast is going to go great, and (laughs) it's not going to... already deep in without getting to the episode. It's going to be... There are going to be more than 34 minutes now, so this is perfect. Um, but yeah, so like you said, so the first, the episode uh, we're reviewing today uh, is uh, episode five, uh, Me Seeks and Destroy. Uh... So yeah, this um, this is a this is an interesting episode. Like you said, there's a bunch of stuff going on. So, but right off the bat, it starts off with like Rick and Morty <laughs> running for their lives against the Smith family. The so family, you got yeah. Beth, Jerry, and Summer, and they're in this weird sci-fi thing. And like all of a sudden, you find out they're like these demon ghosts. Like <laughs> yeah, like, that's why I love Morty's. Like I can't, I can't kill him, Rick. And he's like Morty, they're not your family. They're these demon ghosts possessed by do- in, yeah, yeah. in clones possessed by zombies. Just hit the button. And then I thought it was just so weird because like so he has this contraption that's literally b- built out of an NES uh, cartridge. Yeah. Morty hits this button and then it opens up like uh, the traditional Ghostbusters trap and just traps these people in and they leave and you're thinking like okay they saved this planet or whatnot but then mm-hmm. they literally come back to the garage and Rick's just saw like oh yeah these demon ghosts sell like really big on the black market and just puts it in storage <laughs> like wait wait, wait you you risked your entire life just to sell these things yeah. like the great so it's just like so that's how the episode starts so it's like 
which I thought was great because they always they do these great like little adventures that are happening, mm-hmm. and then they go into whatever other story like happens next, kind of sometimes. So like, and that's perfect because then right off the bat they're in the garage, they start arguing. And Morty's like, I don't want to do any adventures with you anymore. Yeah, he was, literally just killed his family. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually moments a great, ago. One of the great Morty moments. Great line, and it was just like, I just killed my family, and he's like, I don't know, Morty. Some people would pay top dollar for that kind of breakthrough, <laughs> like. Just like some of that shit, and he just kind of shrugs it off because you know for a fact he's probably done this multiple times. Yeah, yeah. that's what like I'm starting to notice with like Rick when he does certain shit. You're like he's done this before, and he's actually a bag. Like that's the thing. It's like everybody likes Rick. I love Rick. Everybody kind of, but he is kind of the villain of the show, he's, like of the series. <laughs> I mean, great example in season three where Morty's like, "Man, you shouldn't worship him as a god. He's, he's not a god. He's like a fucked up demon or something." <laughs> yeah. But he shouldn't be your hero. You know, it's like when they build the little planet that runs the car. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah that was great. That yeah. season two. Uh, we'll get there. See? Yeah. Oh we'll get there. So kids. many good ones in the future. But yeah, but already, yeah. Like, like he's done this fucking shit before. Yeah. And then I love how, like, Morty's finally, like... And that's what I like about Morty. Like, the, the first draft of Morty was he didn't fight back. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, give Rick a piece of his mind. Right. He didn't, like, show any kind of, like... Uh, strength or like like hey I can't I'm not going to be pushed around all the time so mm-hmm. I do like it when Rick uh, Morty does fight Rick because because he, he, he gets in his face he's like fuck you but like and it's great though because he throws in like hey I'm not going to go on any Avengers for you and, and Rick's like getting him shit but then you kind of in a later episode you realize oh Rick needs Morty on Adventures well, for yeah, certain for so many reasons per, but, yeah, yeah. Sort of certain purpose but like then it's like oh if we do if we do one of your fucking you know uh uh trips morty it's gonna be it's gonna end in shitville it's gonna be crap it's gonna be total bullshit or whatnot yeah so like morty invokes like he gets to pick the next adventure and rick's like yeah go right ahead so already morty's like fuck yeah let's go let's go on the next adventure right now and and that's a funny part is he was already ready to give up on rick but then, as soon as they get back to the garage, he's immediately disgusted by his family. Because the family comes in and it's like, open this pickle jar for me, do all this. Oh, like, yeah. Morty doesn't, like, they don't actually like anybody. I mean, they love him. I guess this is a good, I guess that's why I would say, a good I would show say, for I would the family say, I would say Rick but. could care less about everybody. Right. Because I believe in this first season, Rick is f- trying to figure out everybody's worth. Because, uh, yeah. because I some, back in their lives. Because I noticed something in a later episode with Summer, when him and Summer finally have like their first kind of episode together, mm-hmm. uh, there's a stuff that he kind of does with her that I picked up finally like last night watching it, and I was like, oh! And then you get to a certain point where like Rick kind of trusts Summer, Summer more than he trusts a lot of other people <laughs> yeah. in the family, and I think this was like, this episode was the start of that. Yeah. So I'll bring that up when we get to the one with uh, the, oh fuck, where were they, the... Uh, Gazorpazorps. Yeah. Uh, that's the big like and turning she has point. The blouse. Of, yeah, and, they, and she's there. Yeah. So there's a there's a line that he said, and I never caught it before until last night. That I was like, oh shit. What was that? Now? So there's a part in it where they're about to get killed in the Gazorpazorp, and he's all like, uh, "Summer, I'm sorry, I got us killed." And by the way, that's a lovely top. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Summer's like, "Oh wait, my top was created by a man." And then kind of gets him out. Mark but Taylor, you, but you sit there thinking about it, going like, "Wait." Rewatch that episode. I have to. I'm, I'll probably rewatch it after that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to start watching Rick's mannerisms. I think he's like he'll say things to see if she gets the answer correct to uh. move on, and that's when I think he starts building his trust with Summer. Going like, okay, this is going to be someone who is 
is the person that like especially yeah. in the Morty's mind uh, blowers episode yes, where like yes, she yes. was the one that kind of like got them back you know here's your memory back and stuff like that like right. I feel like he's that's the only like he, he trusted it, her to yeah bring he them like back. tested her in that episode and yep. then he realized okay this is a girl that I this is someone I can trust and then what was it the, was it the third season where they had the one where they went to like the Mad Max future yes and she like married Buckethead or yeah. whatever and, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's actually episode one is that of the season three? three yeah 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 she's another no, one that's, that's episode two because episode one was the uh, the quote unquote April Fool's episode that released on April Fool's. Oh so yeah, that was that was a good one. Him that was a good one. I mean, Morty, come on. Who wants to see a, a sci-fi guy, you know, break out of prison with using sci-fi objects? I mean, yay, I'm at Shoney's. <laughs> I'm at Shoney's. <laughs> but back to this. Back, back to this episode. I remembered what I was going to say earlier uh, when we when I got off on my Harmontown tangent. Sorry, I'm probably not helping. So uh, no, no, no. But it was it was kind of tied into also what we were talking about, which is like. I feel like everybody remembers Mr. Meeseeks. Yes, like, Mr. Meeseeks uh, is a huge... That's like, like my mom's favorite me. character. And uh, I but, ended up getting my mom a mug for Christmas of the Mr. Meeseeks. I'm very jealous that your parents are into that kind of stuff because it has to make gift buying a little bit easier. I am I, am I, am I, like, I can't find Miss Marple... Uh, 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 merchandise or like uh, Hercule Poirot I have to merchandise. Check that out. I haven't watched that yet. I heard it's good. Miss Marple. Yeah. I, I mean, God bless if you try. I, I can't <laughs> oh, it. okay. It, I mean, it's fine. It's just no, no, that's TV fine. That will put you to sleep. Oh, I'm it's big on. I'm lives. big on uh, British shit. I loved uh, Mystery. Like I, I, that was on PBS as a kid, where Hercule Poirot. Oh yeah, yeah. and all that. Oh, I loved that man. stuff. That Agatha Christie, uh, BBC crossover. But oh my god, some of the stuff, Midsummer Murder, some of that stuff is so boring. All right, well, but what I got to yes. was that um, everybody remembers the Mr. Meeseeks in this episode, and Mr. Meeseeks, look at me, it's like yeah. became a meme. It was all oh, can do, Terry. Yeah. But um, that's the I secondary adventure with them in the giant land and Morty and him going through it. I was like, I forgot this was the same episode. Like, right? This is so good. It's such a good I'm always, B story. That's what I'm saying. I'm always counting, like, the episode numbers. Like, I know there's 11 episodes in the season, but I'm always like, okay, what happened in this episode? And then when you're thinking of that episode, you're like, oh, wait, this happened in the same episode. Like, I, yeah. always, like, I always get confused with, like, the... I always think the Pluto episode and the Devil episode are two separate episodes. Those they're the, the same, same They're the same fucking episodes. It's so weird. Because, oh, yeah, because right? I guess it's Morty and Jerry together in that episode. Right? It's not it's, Rick It's them. so weird. Because he's with Summer. He's with Summer. So it's like that weird kind of thing where you yeah. think they're separate episodes. Because they're realize, both full, full episodes. Ideas. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like everything they, so prime example, like you were saying. Yeah, so Rick and Morty, uh, Morty gets mad at Rick. He's like, we're going on an adventure right now. Uh, Rick introduces, the family comes in, like, Summer's like, help me with the science project. He's like, just don't do it, Summer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then Rick, and then Jerry rolls in with, uh, Jerry, um, uh, Rick, do you have some kind of machine that can open this jar of mayonnaise? He's like, oh, hat trick. All right. So he pulls out this thing called the Mises box. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's a Mises game with that box, uh, like a board game kind of thing. I have a shit ton of, like, Rick and Morty board games. Uh, all great. Um, but there's that where I'm like, I haven't gotten that one yet. I think it's like a trivia thing or some of that, but it's all like, okay. But again, that's how prominent these characters became. They literally <laughs> made a game out of that fucking box. So you hit this box. Yeah. Um, this this creature shows up called a Mr. Mises, and their entire thing is to help you with a problem, fix it, and then boom, they just they're gone. That's they the end die. of their existence. They're end of the, and it's great because Summer's like, oh my god, what the fuck? It's like it's okay. They love it. It's like like why? Yeah. Like, that's what they want. 
So he's like, just keep the task simple, is what he tells the family. Mm-hmm. So then Rick and Morty bail, because like Morty's like, we gotta go, we're gonna, you know, they go on their adventure, and then I just love them where they're like, we gotta keep it simple. So then, like, right after that, someone's like, I wanna be popular at school. And it's like, <laughs> holy, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, they went from opening a mayonnaise jar. Yeah. To, yeah. And then Beth does it. It's like, I wanna become a better, a more complete woman. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit. And no joke, honestly, Jerry's like, I wanna take two strokes off my golf game. And me, I'm like, Jerry's the only one that understood this concept. <laughs> Good for him. I did not know, though, Jerry sucked at golf. <laughs> it bad. I'm sorry, man. I got to pee again. Oh, yeah, no. So bad. I don't know what technique. No, we got this thing. Since we don't do it live, I can just put you on. You can't drink more than three beers without peeing every 20 minutes. Oh, good. Well, you broke the seal. Is Fair. that a thing? Anyways. I, I heard it was. That feels made up to me, though. I remember being ridiculed for that. As no, I remember. I think it's person. like a high school thing. Like, don't break the seal because none of us know anything. But anyways, uh, yeah. back to the episode. Back to the episode. Um, yeah, so Jerry's like, bad at golf. So yeah, Jerry's bad at golf, and I love how like Mr. Meeseeks goes to high school with Summer, and like I love how this whole storyline is going on, and he's like, yeah. you know, a vote for Be- you know. Summer is a win for me. Yeah, it just cuts into them in a pep rally where B6 is just giving a speech of why it's cool to be friends Friends with with, uh, Summer. Summer. And it barely works. And and it works. And everyone's like, yay. And then he disappears. He fucks (laughs) off. He's gone. And then same with Beth. And I love the fact that Beth is like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm actually having this conversation of, like, leaving Jerry. (laughs) Oh, white wine at brunch. And she almost, like, falls for the Mises. She She leads in for it. And then he just, boom, he's like, more wine. And she's like, no, I've had enough. (laughs) So I love how that's going on. And meanwhile, we got Rick and Morty in this medieval time. They roll into this town. They're like, oh, there's a giant who has all of our gold and blah, blah, blah. So they're like, all right. They find an adventure immediately. Yeah, find adventure immediately. Like, it always happens. And then they go up to this beanstalk. And what I love, okay, so the giant, when he rolls in, is Dan fucking (laughs) Harmon. Is Dan Harmon. I wrote that in my note. I was like, that giant's Dan Harmon. Yeah, I remember the first concepts. In fact, I have, like, the Rick and Morty art book. And, like, you you can see him. And they're literally, like, the first version is definitely Dan Harmon. And they changed it to a certain version. And then we were just like, but then we really liked the Dan Harmon. So we just went back to it. (laughs) He Um, makes a good giant. But I love that. He comes walking in. It's like, fee, fi, foam. And what I love is, like, you're thinking, like, okay, they're going to have this giant Jack and the Beanbox style. Nope. Let's take that entirely out of the equation. He immediately trips, smashes his head on a corner of a table, and just bleeds the <laughs> it's fuck twitching. It's a perfect out. animation. And you're just like, what? Yeah. His wife comes in <laughs> holding the baby. <laughs> the baby! Immediately sees Rick and Morty and blames them. Blames them, captures them, and then they end up in giant court. Like, yeah. gi- like... <laughs> They go to the giant detectives. Yeah, the gi- oh yeah, it's like good cop, bad cop. Like just oh, you think you just bust into a it's giant's a house? And like, and I love the fact that it's like these. It's like they're giants, but they're still going through like <laughs> like like. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get. We're, we're not gonna kill you. Right. We're, we're just going to put you through our traditional system, and it you would know, be like if we tried mice or something. Yeah. Like they just play it like that. And then the then the uh, giant lawyer comes. Oh, in. well, I love about that because he's all like, Rick has a great line. He's all like, "Ventures over, Morty. Right. Like they took my portal gun. Like, <laughs> I mean, if a bar of soap drops in the shower, it's gonna crush us. It's gonna be very easy to rape us then." <laughs> And yeah. Then, yeah, and then the the lawyer for small people's like advocate or something like that rolls in. He's all like, "They were never read their rights," which is actually <laughs> their uh, giant rights. Their giant rights which is actually voiced by uh, Ryan Ridley, which right. his voice pops up a lot in Rick and Morty. Like, as soon as you hear that giant's voice, when you hear it again, you're like, "Oh, that sounds because he has a great line." And even the uh, uh, the post apocalyptic episode, he's the uh, 
guy rolls in in like all the leather body <laughs> yeah. things like hey can i get you a cup of never mind right. <laughs> so yeah like he's great great just those great. three voices dan Harmon, justin roiland and ryan ridley you can always recognize. Oh yeah! Oh, actually, out. the one I didn't recognize with Dan Harmon was when I found out he's Bird Person. You didn't know that? Yeah. No, because he does. He does a little di- different than his normal is, voice. Nor- yeah. And I was all like, "Oh, he's Bird Person." I was yeah. like, "That's fucking tight." But we were talking about it earlier. This show actually is great with that because it has Tom Kenny. It, yeah. Uh, it has uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob one of the great SquarePants. Oh, and he's done so much other like, shit. like he's squan- yeah. not only is he like a staple character in the series Squanchy. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, but he does like so much other like fucking shit. And a great so show. Good. If you haven't seen, do you have HBO Go? I don't. Oh well, get get it okay. or steal it from somebody. Oh, anyway, or just a show. Check out. Uh, was it uh, Mister okay. Show? Oh, I love Mister oh, Show. Oh, fucking yeah, great! Yeah, yeah. And Tom Kenny was in that. Yes, like I saw him like roll up, and then he was doing shit. I was like, that's fucking SpongeBob. The SpongeBob SquarePants like, and Scott Ackerman. I don't know. Oh was yeah, the Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, uh, Scott Ackerman. So was many in the fucking last, people. Uh, but yeah, so they always get like Phil Hendry. Do you do you remember Phil? He plays the principal. Oh yes, uh, principal. Do you vagina? remember he had a radio show out here? Yes. Like uh, I guess it would be. I remember listening to it in like early high school. Um, so like two thousand five or two thousand four. Um, I remember. Uh, yeah, he had a show where he he does a radio show. And it's continuous, and he takes callers and everything, but it's only him. Oh, shit. It, it just, he just is constantly riffing with himself. He's like a brilliant comedy guy, voice actor guy, radio guy, and he plays, yeah, Principal Vagina. Oh, Principal so, Vagina's and great. And Bill Hendry's just like one of the greatest, and he's consistent in this. They're, yeah, this show, though, is great. And like we talk about Chris Parnell and oh, yeah, Scrubs. Like, yeah, Chris Parnell and fucking uh, Rob Paulson, huge, like, staple in my His childhood. His name was Robert so, like, Paulson. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, no, Rob. Is that the Fight Club? No, Rob. Pa- no, Rob Paulson is his actual name. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he does a shit. Yeah, it was actually funny because in uh, the Snowball episode, he's actually the voice of Snowball, and then his <laughs> friend at the end, where he's talking to him, was actually uh, Laments Lamar, who does a bunch of fucking voices on from Mad TV. Uh, or no? No, uh, that's a. Uh, I know who you're talking about. No, I always get their names confused. Because there's Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. Which, yes, and he's been on episodes. Um, mm-hmm. He's also in Futurama, played he's Hermes. Samurai uh, Jack. Samurai fucking Jack, too. One yeah. of the greatest shows of all. Great fucking dude. Uh, no, uh, uh, Lamise Lamar. Uh-huh. Um, he's the guy who does the voice of Brain from Peaking in the Brain, oh! <laughs> who also Paul Robson is the voice of Pinky. So there's a is scene. That right? There's a scene where it's him talking to him, going all like. Uh, like, they wouldn't do this for us. He's like, we are not them. We are not them. But it's their voices. And right there you're going like, oh, it was like a pinky in the brain reunion. reunion. And they even said that, like, later on. They're all like, like, Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland. Like, oh, yeah, we had them both on the show. And they've been, like, voice regular ever. We're like, let's put them in this one and do, like, a little reunion like, kind of thing. So I'm like, that's amazing. We were talking about nerds and geeks earlier. And that is one thing that you do appreciate about the show. And I think probably why it became so crazy popular. Because it was so perfect for the time. Of like deep nerddom and geekdom and fandom, and clearly the guys that make this have like every reference available at their fingertips. They're all clearly oh yeah into it deep, so they can do a pinky in the brain reunion and have it mean something. Yeah, mean something. And it's like yeah, that's why this. Yeah, show that's what I, I love about probably yeah, caught this sh- fire yeah. like it. Oh, this it's show. Probably- well, and so many people want to be like guests like voices yeah. on it. Like Look, you, you, you look at the cra- like so like especially okay. Let's put Vindicators. Yeah, uh, Kristen Slater. 
Which is, is crazy. You're like, what? <laughs> Out of nowhere? And he's just like, yeah, I'm the captain dude. I played this yeah. guy. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then in the, the, the first season. Oh, yeah. Okay, John Oliver, right, is in Anatomy John, Park. Yeah, Anatomy Park. Uh God, who are some of the other guys? Oh, you what have, uh, what's his face? The guy who voices the devil. He played Doc Ock in Spider-Man uh, 2. Uh, Molina. Alfred yeah. Molina. Alfred Molina. Like, as yeah. soon as he came in, I was like, I know that voice. Yeah. Like who is it? I like, needed to look at that up, though. It's I remember so fucking good. Yeah, Alfred Molina. This, But, yeah, that first season, going back, like we were talking about earlier, going back to this first season after having watched all the three seasons is wild about how, like, every single episode in this season had something that, like, became an internet meme oh, or definitely. became something, part of the zeitgeist in well, yeah, some te- way. Like, prime example, one. prime example with the, the Mises and everything like that. So, like, Rick and Morty, they get out, finally a lawyer, like, gets them out of, like, court and they mm. have to walk down the steps. <laughs> That's the huge fucking steps. Oh, this is the really the cru- the, the meat of the episode, actually. So then they, they crawl down, they find, like, there's a bar in the steps and they walk in, there's all these the bizarre characters. Step. Yeah, the fierce, like, steps and they go in there but what i love so this storyline is going on right now with like them getting out of jail them trying to like get out of this giant world and some of that but by the way so jerry cannot get two strokes off his golf game <laughs> so the mr Mises decides to have this idea of like oh let me pull in another one of me and we'll get this shit sorted out then it turns out like beth and summer come back going like oh our Mises have been gone for hours yeah, they became more complete jerry, people yeah jerry popular. jerry has a room full of mises now trying to help <laughs> him get two strokes <laughs> off his golf game and this is like my favorite internet meme now ever now where it's always like they say like oh you don't know about this and stuff like that it's like your mistakes are your own you old man i, I literally wrote that down word for word <laughs> your, your mistakes, mistakes are your own, own old, old man. man and i love it because he's <laughs> only been alive for like 48 hours yeah yeah like not even he's and he's just like i just want to die like that's my my purpose is i help somebody existence and existence is pain yeah existence is pain. another ma- meme that made it out there and then the the prime like i'm only into this because this guy wrote me in it well i'm only here because he wrote me in it well i'm only here because and this huge art and they always do that with like they did that with a game i think it was like uh was it like uh oh the one of the fuck uh Fortnite, mm-hmm. like the the open world like uh multi what is they fucking called those i don't play them because i suck at god it. i know what you're talking about though. it's just like the the 100 versus battle royale battle royale games so i love it it was like that one and then it was like another one like of the battle royale because basically like one started from the other and they all kind of quote yeah, unquote PUBG copied yeah pubg but i love how they just kept doing that where it was just like i'm only here because he brought me in it <laughs> but it had like the logo of like the different so it definitely yes became a meme yes and it was a it was a great like idea so like you have that and then this is what i love so this episode did a great job of when shit's going fucking wrong it's happening in both stories that's good story so the mises go nuts they start having a fight and they start calling in more mises to start killing other mises each other but they can't die until they yeah they can't die like they can all stay alive like they can cut off an arm and stuff but the bleeding like stuff (laughs) like they they have to complete a task to (laughs) disappear but why this is going on? Rick is like being shitty in the bar at the at the still bar. He's always like, Morty, I don't even know. I don't even know what 30, 25 schmuckles is. Like, is, is how that how much I pay for these oh, movies? Oh, I'm a booby inspector. And I'm I'll Mr. Booby Buyer. Yeah, booby buyer. And I'll buy those boobies for twenty five schmuckles. Oh, that's a tempting offer, but I'm gonna have to pass. Oh, nuts. What I love about this character has to be he's very short lived in this in this scene. Mr. Booby Buyer. Mr. Booby Buyer. He shows up. He goes, Oh, nuts. But then yeah. if you look at him in the background, he crawls up the ceiling and immediately just into yep. the cracks of the wall and is gone and you're just like what the fuck 
was that? But we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to move on to the next thing. So loud forward. So I love it because Morty just finally tells Rick, like, hey, get your shit together. Fuck you. Like, this is an adventure. We're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go hit the restroom. Like, find fucking something on the menu and order it, you know. Yeah. Not. So Morty goes to the restroom. And honestly, Morty has, like, a great kind of speech in the bathroom, as weird as it sounds, where he's like, the, the he's like, hey, you, you meet this character called Mr. Jellybean. And he, he rolls in. He's like, oh, hey, how are you? He's like, oh, I'm doing good. Me and my grandpa are on an adventure. He's like, well, that's fun. Ugh. Yeah, no, I'm kind of worried, though, because it seems to have gotten a little off track. Where aren't that hell adventures supposed to go? <laughs> and you kind of sit there, and Morty's like, kind of has this epiphany of like, you're right. Yeah. This is how adventures he always go. actually has a character moment like, right there. Like, character moment. Like, great. Like, oh, and then, like, you feel like this character was, like, put oh, in, God. like, as just, like, this, like, moment to, like, kind of get him back on track. Yeah. And it seems like an uplifting character. Like, like, he just came rolling in, like, he's this wise, like, man from mm-hmm. a thing. And then he's all like, yeah, you know, I gotta go with the flow. And then all of a sudden, the jelly bean comes over, he's like, go with the flow. Oh, and you're like, Oh no! Yeah. So this jelly bean starts, you know, touching Morty inappropriately, and Morty's like, "No, get off! I'm, I'm good." And then all of a sudden, he flips. It turns so it fast turns in this episode. So fast with quit being a tease, you little fucking twat. <laughs> and the voice change, and the drool comes out the of the drool. side of the mouth. So basically, like I'm, and I honestly, violent. I'm watching when I first saw this episode. I remember watching that little park going like, "Oh, this is actually kind of like endearing. Like this is kind of yeah, fun. Like, this little moment. this weird character kind of puts him back on track and like kind of and kind of puts you in the same aspect of like, aren't adventures supposed to go off rail? Yeah. And then you kind of even they sit there as, as an yeah. audience member going like, yeah. They kind of do. And that's what makes them fun. And then this flipped and I was like, and literally this was my thing going like, how far are they going to go with this? Right. And then they threw, like the guy throws him into, into the, the stall. Star. And I'm like, oh my. And I'm like sitting here going like, are they seriously going to do this? Like, I had no idea. Like, I'm like, is yeah. Morty going to, because right now I'm all like, I don't, Morty like hasn't been like a really big, like hasn't been like a dominant character, right? Like he he he's passive. Things he, happen. He will to go him. after Rick and uh, like put Rick in his place and kind of give him the wherewithal. But he has like I've never seen Morty in a fight. Like Morty ever in a fight has always been kind of like yeah. I'll take my beating. But yeah, things always happen to Morty up until this point. Up until this point, and then this time, like so, this jelly beans going nuts. Like hey, you know you want this, and Morty just fu- I love this part because yeah. Morty's like get off me, get off me, get off me, and then finally just goes. <laughs> and grabs it, like punches him in the face, grabs him and just starts slamming that fucking uh, uh, bathroom, uh, the toilet seat down on his head. And to the point where it actually, when he gets done, it breaks. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, 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 uh. It gets and so just like serious. walks out. And what I love about this, because like while this is happening, Rick is like singing Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, he's Karen, out okay, playing like, Sweet poker. Home Alabama. <laughs> like having a ball. And it sucks because, like, Morty has this traumatizing thing happen to him, rolls out, and he's just like, honestly, oh, no, we could go. Adventure over. We're done. And he's like, no, Morty. We, I just got all these schmeckles. We can, <laughs> you know, kind of. No, Morty. And what I love is then you see Jelly Bean walk out of the stall. And beat up. Beat up as fuck. And R- Morty's trying to find, like, Rick's uh, gun. And you can kind of see, like, Rick's kind of, like, hugging, hugging him a little him. bit. But you see Rick. His eyes immediately go dark. And you just see his eyes follow Jelly Bean just like. You're dead. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to end. So, yeah. How we're going to get it back to where we need to get back to. You're dead. 
And then, like, I like how Mort- Mar- Mar- uh, Rick kind of kind of shows a little bit of compassion, and he's kind of like, yeah. "Hey, you know, why don't we take the rest of the the money back to the villagers? Because you know, a good uh, a good adventure needs a good ending, right?" And like Morty's kind of, and then Morty's kind of like, "Oh yeah, let's yeah okay." So they like pay you know slippery slope, and they they yeah. take off and stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, like so like that's kind of wrapped up in a nice like little package, yeah. For the time being. And then you go back to the Mises, where they decide, oh. the only way we're going to get out of this if we kill Jerry Smith. <laughs> and, and Jerry went out to dinner with... Went out to dinner with Beth, because he's like, hey, i got to save my marriage, so, like, fuck my golf game right now. <laughs> Which, funny part is, if you think about it, he was kind of right. He was all like, look, I wanted to take two strokes off my golf game. That's not happening. Fuck that. I need to work on this. This is more important Absolutely. to me. And I also think that also speaks to, like, how, like, Summer and Beth had, like, actual things they needed to conquer and overcome in their lives. Jerry, they, they've never uh, talked about him being a golfer before or since. Yeah. He didn't have anything, I think, was the point. Like, Jerry actually didn't have anything to ask the Meeseeks for. Which is he a, just thought of something that would, like... Which is funny, because if anything... Thing. They picked these things that actually worked, they were done. Yeah. And got, he could have literally been like, I want to get ahead in my company. Yeah. But instead he decided to go, I'm going to take two Which strokes is, uh, because he yeah. literally took what Rick said was like, keep it basic. Yeah. So that was the most basic thing yeah. he could think of. And it also struck me as like, yeah, it, the way I, 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 I read it was like, oh, this is semi-arbitrary. Like, that's why he was so quick to give up on it and be like, all right, listen, yeah, I got like, bigger fish like, to fry. This I, yeah. actually doesn't matter like, to me. This doesn't matter to me. Beth and uh, Summer had, like, existential uh, crises yeah. they were solving, and they actually solved them. But, like, Jerry didn't. He, he, he gave up on the golf part on the golf course. Like, yeah. he was already over it. He didn't. And that's what I love about Jerry. He's there's not actually much beneath the surface. I don't oh, know. Yeah, and the rest of them have like kind of they they build like deep they internal deep lives for stories and, and Morty has like a and like it, it's but sad. Jerry never gets very deep. Like no, it's really weird. But like Jerry, the funny part is, as much as everyone wants to like you know hate Jerry and that's like the memes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's actually a pretty staple character He's because sta- he really there are like some yeah. times where Jerry rises up and does some shit that you're like good for like okay prime example yeah. Cronenberg episode where he's just like he's killing fucking all this shit like he became a fucking badass and they fucking bailed on that universe which you think is so funny you're like the first time that jerry was has potential and then they're like now we're gone you're dead yeah because the world has to be terrible for jerry to be good in in our normal world status quo jerry will always be so i love the fact that yeah so speaking of so like again all these Mises, like an army of Mises, just show up at this restaurant. And then I love how they lock themselves in the freezer. And I love how they take someone hostage. And the woman is. And I love that. The woman's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then yeah. finally, Beth is like, you're going to do this. And like you said, like to Jerry, Beth is like the best thing that's ever that's happened. That's what he to needed. Him. Yeah. And, or, that, yeah, and like he just needs that. He just grill. needs some recognition from his wife. The best it, thing he ever did was like, marry her or, yeah, get, or honest, lock her down. Well, totally. Like you said, he, because yeah. she got pregnant. Like, well, well, yeah. She, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there, that's the other problem with Jerry. There's that great wholesome moment where she's like giving him the benefit of just yeah. like you stayed. He's like, well, that's because I got you pregnant, yeah. and you're like, ah. Oh. 
But I love how the fact that they they do the golf game and it's over. But then there's a one BC. He's like, well, I'm still I'm still concerned on your short game. So then he puts and, and then pulls a knife. Yeah, that means he pulls a knife. Oh yeah, pulls a knife. He's like, what's your sh-? yeah? The woman, what's your short game like? Like. <laughs> She's just going along with it. Uh, and then he does it. Mises disappear. Everything's good. I just love it because they're, they're like, they fall, they kind of rekindle. Yeah. They make out a bit and it's great because then the manager's all like, he's like, we'll take our food to go. He's like, um, no, you have a lot of questions are <laughs> the coming cops are on their and way. the cops are on their way. And he's just like, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> And then uh, what rounds out this episode is, like, they go back to the villagers, oh, yeah. Rick and Morty. Give the schmeckles away. They give the schmeckles away. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, a great King Jellybean. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's still beat up. But beat he's up with the crown, with the throne. Yeah. And then it's like, portal, portal, portal now. <laughs> and they fucking bounce. But my favorite part is the portal opens again. Rick's arm just comes out with the gun and just fucking shoots King Jellybean. And you just see him, like, it blow up. explodes him in a horrific way. And ends. <laughs> and then I like how they kind of, like, Rick and Marty kind of have, like, a little bit of respect for each other at that point for adventures now where, like, I think Rick's like, okay, you get ten episodes, you get ten, every other ten adventure, you can run. He's yeah. like, I that was a traumatizing thing that you went through. And, look, <laughs> no one fucks with Morty but me. Right. Like, yeah, and, and like, because we all know, like, Rick's not going to fuck Morty. Like, that's not on his game plan sure. at all. Like, kind of thing. So, like, <laughs> you fuck with Morty. Like, to me, Rick has this thing where it's all like, like, that's, like, no one fucks with him. Yeah. Like, I'll fuck with him, but if you start fucking with him, you're going to have to answer to me. And that's, like, mm-hmm. prime example of Doctor Who kind of shit. It's all like, I'm Doctor Who. You really want to go down that road? Exactly, like, that, that's right. why I love that line in the third season where he's like, I'm about to Doctor Who this bitch. <laughs> like, like, it's like he's got to that point where it's all like, you fuck with Rick, you're going to lose right. every single time. They've, they've definitively said that. Rick's motivations won't always be good. So maybe yeah. you're losing and you should be winning against him, but you can't. Yeah. Like, no, he's prime, a well, Vindicator episode, prime exactly, off the bat. Yeah, like, you're they, like, these are heroes, <laughs> and he fucking demolished them. Or like, what, what's the epi- what season where he gets back with, uh, what was her name? Unity? Oh, Unity. That's like, yeah, season two. And they just destroy that whole planet. Oh, really? God, that's like, a, that whole race of people. That but again, does. another... He like, does it totally self-involved, but he comes back for... Oh that my was the God. episode where he almost that, committed suicide. Yeah. Right? That, that yeah, was another. We're, okay, we're, see, yeah. this, we're, you and I are great. <laughs> this is going to go on. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then two points. Yeah, yeah. They have. So at that point in the episode, at the end, really everything's kind of resolved. They come back to the house. Rick delivers a great wobble of a dub dub. Yeah, Rick, that's what yeah. Arsenio did, uh, yeah. isn't it? Like, I, I love, yeah, he rolls in. They're all like, "This is your Mises." He's like, "Well, I we got a thing called the Fleeces box." And they're like, up. "No, no more boxes." He's like, "Well, all it's in it is a mop and a and a bucket." Wobble of a dub dub. Ha! Right? Is, isn't that's my new thing? Right? That's that's what Arsenio used to say. Wobble of a dub dub. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, and then we start realizing that Rick starts breaking the fourth wall a yep. lot more. Exactly. Like he yeah. broke it. I think he's pretty early in the like, series. Like then, he yeah. start. I think he did one at one point. Like it's kind. Of, oh, it was a. The funny part is the first person who breaks the fourth wall in this entire series in the first season is mm-hmm. actually Jerry. What's he do? What is that? So there's an episode uh, Anatomy Park. Mm-hmm. So at the end where everything's going chaos. I actually brought this up on the episode. But when everything's like raining down and they all go back to their iPods and stuff like that, so Rick and Morty come back from their crazy ass adventure. Yeah. And Rick's all like, "Oh, this is a day for like Jesus. Like, what are you guys doing? Just all on your iPad and blah 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 and stuff like that." And all of a sudden, like if you look at Jerry, Jerry just looks at the screen and goes, 
and that's the only that's the only other person I know of. Is that right? Okay. Who has broken the fourth wall besides Rick? Because Rick does it all the time now. Right. Like he'd be like, "Oh, see you next week," or be all like, he'd "Be like, oh, geez, talk about like getting railroad," and then like. Car, you know, commercial break or something like that. Like, he even has one in the second season or the first season where he's just all like, oh, God, wubba lubba dub dub. Am I right, folks? And then, like, it cuts, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. to like a thing. But yeah, so then what I love about this is, like, he kind of wraps everything up. Ugh. They have that fun thing, and then at the yes! end, they. The they, post credit scene. The post credit scene. So I've been loving these post credit scenes because they'll add some shit sometime that you're like, Oh shit! So good, makes a whole world. So I love it where it's all the- like they have this memorial of like King Jellybean, and this guy's like, "We found this lockbox in the back of his closet," and he's all like, opens the thing, and the guy's looking at pictures, and he just vomits, <laughs> and you just know it's just like, like you have it's, to tell the it's, people. It's just yeah. like you know, it's all the shit that just happened in Morty. Yeah, like, you know, it's like all that vile shit. The, yeah, and then the guy's the like, paternal. "We have to tell the people," and he's like, "No, burn it. <laughs> Let's remember him." For the yeah. man he was and not the monster. Yeah, it'll be more helpful to yeah, the people. Yeah, like, helpful for, for the people. people. And right then and there, I sat there going like, this is the Michael Jackson thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, God. Yeah, no, that that almost rings too true. Yeah, it's right? It's like church thing. It's the Michael Jackson thing. It's the, like, yeah, it's not like, does uh, all of his good uh, outweigh? It, like, it's one of those weird things where, like, does all the good outweigh the bad? Yeah. And you're like, no! No! He fucked kids! <laughs> No, I don't. Oh, look, I don't care if you're the guy who create who creates the cure for cancer, yeah. and then later on we find out you were fucking kids. Guess what? You create <laughs> you curing cancer goes to the wayside. Yeah, you we're are a pedophile. Give that Fuck to you. Else. Yeah, we'll give it to like some German dude. It's like <laughs> it's I I didn't do anything. And they're like, here, you it. cured cancer. Yeah, they're like, did you touch any kids? <laughs> no. Here, you cure cancer now. But yeah, uh, man, okay. That was such a good. Yeah, moment. that was it. It unfortunately rang uh, pretty true in a lot of cases. Yeah, it's it was fucking. <laughs> it dark. was like yeah, it was like the Jack and the Beanstalk Pizzagate yeah. scandal. It was so yeah, weird. like so that episode ends where you're kind of like it's a fun <laughs> yeah, episode, episode. It's a great episode, but you sit there going like things got dark, and then that's <laughs> the turn. So episode five is really the turn where you start realizing how dark Rick and Morty actually is gonna gets. Go. Yeah. Well, is it prior to this episode that more like they bury? Because I remember that moment when I first was watching them as they were coming out. Was that the Cronenberg episode where they yes. change universes and then they kill themselves? Yeah, they like come or, back or, or, and, then, and it, like the explosion happens themselves. and they yeah the explosion comes happens and then they roll in going like oh no New we're not universe. skipping a beat Morty we're just we're just taking and they over bury themselves they bury in themselves. that slow song in the oh backyard so such a great song but like you looking on Morty's face so this is the so best part you look at you look at Rick and Rick just kind of rolls in grabs a beer like starts yeah, drinking and walks in and this is the moment again like rewatching all these episodes so many times where I'm like. Rick's done this before. Yeah, exactly and right. this is the first time Morty has to deal with something. Like, granted, we find out later that his memory has been wiped. Or, so he probably is. But there's also more, the but... theory, like I have, where his, this Morty is not the original Morty. Yeah, I can buy that. No, so the my... so runs deep. Tell so me. this is the thing. My whole theory, so like, don't be wrong. Love uh, Mr. Mr. Mises and Destroy. Yeah. Phenomenal episode. But this episode. is what I love about uh, the Rick and Morty podcast and actually having someone on who actually reads the thing. So I always like to dive into theories and things that mm-hmm. people are thinking and maybe where you think the episode would go. So we'll wrap up with little theories because we will get to that episode. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, about the multiverse. But my theory is, so the original Morty, I have a feeling the reason why there's an episode where, like, they're showing Rick's memories and Rick starts tearing up when he sees baby Morty. Mm -hmm. Now, if you actually look at the backstory of Rick, Rick 
just fell back into Morty's life. He's been gone. Yeah. And he like comes Rick, in like he comes in and Rick's like, in high like school, 13. Right? Yeah. But then you see him seeing Morty and there's also pictures of him holding baby Morty and some of that. So I have a theory. Yeah. So my theory is evil Morty is Morty from ah! Dimension C137. Yeah. That's Rick's actual oh, dimension. Oh, man. Yeah. My theory is is Rick is keeps telling Morty sometimes like, hey, don't get too big for your britches. Right. Like a like a smart Morty is big trouble. I have a feeling that Rick thinks killed that Morty. Like he knew he got to a certain point uh-huh. that he's like, oh. we can't have this. He's going to destroy the universe. Blah blah blah. So it was Rick, I think he thinks he killed that Morty. So this is why that Morty when he shows up is not on his radar because he thinks that Morty is dead. And it's why that Morty has a grudge because he got killed by his Rick. He, well, he, he, so, like, he, he survived, survived but, right? Yeah, kind of thing. So that's my theory. Like a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, this is Rick's original Morty, but I put in the part because I'm like, why is he crying when he's a baby? Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking going like, he, he was the one that had to kill him. Oh, like he was the one that he knew he got to a certain point and Rick's going, I got to put him down. We can't have this. And then he had to find the right Morty Mm-hmm. To kind that of is a good balance. To good it, balance. Right? So that's why. Yeah, the problem would be if a Morty adopted Rick tendencies. That's yeah, and what that's makes why, them bad. And that's why I think it's happened to this one. So I'm very curious. Like they, you know, teased a little bit of it now at, uh, yeah, you know, in the third season stuff of that. But yeah, we'll. Get, that's like one of my. We'll season talk about that episode. Coming. Yeah, season four is coming in November. So I'm wondering it's if they're so going to be teasing way. more uh, evil Morty because like we didn't even see him in season. I was going to say yeah, they skipped over it entirely. They introduced it. He stuck to the he stuck the yeah, cable he back, the in, his cable back in his eye, and then we were since, like, right? we were like, oh, it's a whole world, yeah, yeah. And then you just kept sitting there going like that, and then they did that Citadel uh, yep. episode, which is fucking heartbreaking. So it's good. a good episode, yeah. but to me, I'm like, this is fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, like just the one was like, I don't want to be here, I just want to be, and then like he he's like, it's okay, and then he starts stabbing him, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, that's what they do, they they pull at your heartstring, and you're like. It's so fucked up. Like, oh man, we got some great episodes coming up here. I'm so excited to rewatch all these. Oh yeah, shows. dude, that's what I love. I, I'll, I've, I've binged these. Like, I've it probably goes seen off these the air for so long. Well, I think, I think they were smart. So my theory is, is they, they were once season three was done. Yeah. They were like they were negotiating contact uh, contracts, so they weren't sure what was sure. coming back. Because so it cart- blew up. Yeah, I mean, Car- really Cartoon Network did smart. They're like, we're going to sign you on for seven seasons. That gives you ten seasons. If you yeah. do 10 episodes each season, that gives you 100 episodes, which then you can be in uh, syndication. It, syndication. Uh, so reruns, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. I have a feeling, like, even if they did 10 seasons and then they ended it, this yeah. is my theory. 10 seasons, end it, but it ends, the season 10 ends on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. movie. Do, they wrap better it up, do it. Wrap it up in a movie. That would, I mean, absolutely, they could do a movie. I, uh, I liked the Simpsons movie when they did it. I know well, a lot of people loved it. didn't love it. Oh, but, I absolutely loved it. But uh, I loved it. They should do, back to early, they should do the community movie first, six seasons. No, no, no. Movie. No, I totally want them to. I want the movie. Well, this is what I'm saying. Rick and Morty has yeah, seven Rick seasons. And Morty could they have seven seasons to That's go. That's true, yeah. They but I know for episodes. a fact. And my, my theory is they end it, the cliffhanger. The, the, again, I'm just speculating. This is just me being me and just my weird theories and stuff like that. They end the cliffhanger where Morty is in, finally, he's at Dimension C-137. Yeah. Like, he arrives there finally. Like, he's all like, oh, I'm, I've am i never, I was never from C-137. Mm-hmm. And he rolls in, and then all he sees is Morty Smith and his grave. And then it, the- and it ends, ah! and you're like, 
and oh, the movie. shit, and then the movie. <laughs> is that And you're story. like, oh, fuck. Like, like, how much of a mind blown would that be? God damn. It's wild to think they signed them for so many, ep- for so many episodes now. Oh, Cartoon so, like, Network. We literally have seen, they think, knew what they got. I think Cartoon Network was like, gold. we know what we got. They, we have to keep they this. They became the biggest internet meme. They, they've... People appreciate it. Merchandise, not to get into. You know, this isn't political or anything. But 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 that's kind of the thing of Rick and Morty. Is it? I know people that love that show of every stripe politically and like every stripe. And now it seems like a lot of media is kind of quarantined into those. Yeah, yeah. But uh, everybody can pull something from Rick and Morty. I feel like. I mean, I I, yeah, Um, yeah. And so like they, it just became the biggest thing and. Maybe now that they're signed for a bunch in a row, maybe I don't know what they're yeah, scheduling. So is, I'm thinking but. like I didn't think we we're gonna see season four until like next year. Yeah. And then when they dropped that trailer going like we're coming back in November. So my theory is is they probably wrote a lot of them back to back. Right. So they got a bunch of the episodes. They wrote, done. Like an entire so while season this yeah, so I'm thinking so while this season is airing, they're probably working on season five. I figure they're probably gonna get their backlog going so then they can finally be like Hey, here's the next. Season. We don't need to wait. We don't need to wait two years. years. I think why why that happened was the fact that they do everything in house. Like they don't right. send this overseas. Yeah. What is so, the, and that's the same thing with the Venture Brothers, Starburns uh, Industries, or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Venture Brothers. They do everything in house, so yeah. that's why their seasons take so long. But when their season, like that's a I love I love Venture, Venture Brothers. Brothers. Oh yeah. god, we might have, and another. that's another one though. Yeah, that's kind of in the same vein that people, everybody can like Venture Brothers, oh, and yeah. everybody loves it, like for different reasons. Yeah. I, uh, that was so Venture good. Brothers, I am so the monarch! <laughs> One of the greatest... <laughs> um, God dang it. I Rock used to say her name all the time. What's the woman? Oh, Dr. Girlfriend? No, no. Uh, even though hilarious uh, with the voice. But... Uh, the Russian or the Nazi woman. Oh shit! The one that's after uh, Brock God. Samson. Brock Samson. Brock Samson. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they anyway. hit me with a car. <laughs> I love. Okay, so jumping off a tangent because we got to wrap this up. I yeah. Know. But Venture Brothers, that first fucking pilot episode where, like, the crocodile jumps out and then Brock Samson just murders it. <laughs> and he walks up to the two security guards are like, you can't bring that knife in. And he just looks at him covered in blood, just goes like, you want to take it from me? And, like, the one guy looks over and the other guy's just, <laughs> like, just shit like that. Like, the greatest. So fucking And especially because I, I also love I, the Johnny Quest been, bullshit. I was just going to say, I grew up on that. I guess by then it was already boomerang, but yeah, I definitely. loved all those uh, Hanna Barbera. Oh, uh, I love the Hanna Barbera shit. The oh man, and all that. Oh, dude, my life goal, like I want to be the new voice of Shaggy. Oh, and Scooby Doo, but yeah. that's my life goal. That's right. Hey, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's gonna circle. It could circle around again. I uh, I don't even know if there's a Scooby Scooby. Well, they're doing a. Right this is crazy. So they're doing a Scooby Doo movie. Uh-huh. They're doing a new one. All CGI. Live action. Oh, no, all CGI. So like they're is, doing the Adams Family that way too. Yeah, but, yeah. all CGI. Interesting though. It's a Scooby Doo universe movie. So they're at no, no no. They're adding all the Hanna Barbera characters. <gasps> so one what? Uh, what was it? Mark Wahlberg was casted as Blue Falcon. What? Yeah, Blue Falcon. So we're getting Mark Wahlberg. Though. Okay, I don't even care about that. I'm just more of the fact that we're getting Dino Mutt. Okay, not only that, Captain Caveman, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo is still voiced by uh, Frank Welker, uh, the guy Classic. who's, like, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's doing Freddy Jones as well because he's been the voice of Freddy since he's been doing yeah, Freddy. Which is- uh, but Will, uh, who is it? Will Forte is the voice of Shaggy. So this is interesting. So uh. Patrick, Patrick, uh, not Patrick, uh, Matthew Lillard. 
yeah, played yeah. Shaggy in the live, the live action. action. And I absolutely, I, okay, I'm a Scooby Doo fan. I love those live action. They're sure, corny. I haven't seen them in a long They're time. corny. They're but stupid. I love Linda Carlini is oh, yeah. uh, Velma. Matthew Lillard got casted. So it's on Netflix. Check it out on Netflix. Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. Uh-huh. They. It was back to the old school Scooby Doo kind of updated look of like like still old style uh, art, but just mm-hmm. updated like HD, you know, kind of thing. Ma- I'm hearing Shaggy's voice because I know, um, oh fuck, uh, Casey Kasem passed away. Yeah, and I'm hearing Shaggy's voice. I'm like, wow, this guy sounds like Matthew Lillard doing Shaggy. Looked it up. Matthew Lillard was the voice of Shaggy. Hey. But then they replaced him in this movie. So I'm like, how good is Will Forte? Now, nothing against Matthew I, Lillard. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I like Matthew Lillard. I saw SLC Punk. Fucking love that movie. SLC Punk I haven't thought about in years. Yeah, right? Yeah, that was a good movie. Good fucking movie. But I, I, every time I hear his voice, I'm like, I know it's Matthew Lillard. Right. But I sit there going like, I do a Shaggy. Like, I literally do the Shaggy that everyone knows and loves. And I'm all like... Which is... The Casey Kasem, kind of, yeah. No, it definitely is. Yeah. It's definitely the Casey Kasem Shaggy. That's how I learned it. I would hear it on Scooby Doo and just be like, "Like Zoinks, man! Like you didn't think I was gonna do it? Like I can do the pitches? Like it's not Scoob? Yeah, what? Yeah, like honestly, that's my life goal. Like I don't care if I win the lottery or some bullshit, but if I like were able to voice those two. In like a, just a Scooby Doo episode, I'm done. I win. I win life. You need to get them. Because uh, I'm sure they'll be I really, internet shorts. I, that's up. the thing. I want to do videos <laughs> of impersonations, but I don't know how well it's going to go. Well, those impersonations are great. It would just be the animation to it. I don't know if you have connects. No, I don't have connects for that animation. I just meant like when people do YouTube videos, they're like, oh, right. I'm going to do it. And no against to a lot of these people. A lot of people do great impersonations. Sure. A lot of people do terrible impersonations. And that's the sure. bad part about being someone who does voices. Because I'll hear a Christopher Walken, and I'll be like, that's bad. Yeah. And Christopher Walken, I mean, listen, I love Christopher Walken. No, and I do too. But that's but also a date. There's some people who do just, and people rave about that impersonation. They're like, that's right. a great impersonation. I'm like, that's a terrible that's Walken. A bad one. Like, that's a I, uh, bad one. But people are far removed from the walking now, so they're like, like, they impersonate the simulacrum. Like, they, they impersonate the copy of the copy. I don't know. They go crazy. They go weird. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> See, there's a thing. Walking, you go up, you go down, and you do the whisper. <laughs> In the pod. A lot of people. The Continental was my favorite. Yeah, the oh, I love the Continental. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think I, uh, I think we're gonna wrap up this yes, episode. Good though. call. No, yeah, we we got a lengthy episode, and Jacob, whether you want it, you you got the co-hosting job. I'm on now, board. Now this doesn't defy anybody. If you still want to be a guest on the podcast, like they can come on. Jacob will be here. Like we'll interview you. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the episode and have three people. You're more than welcome to. Like nothing gets said, but uh, if Jacob, if you want, if you want the co-hosting job on uh, podcast C137, you, you got it. I'm in. Sign me up. So perfect. So yeah, we'll definitely talk more Rick and Morty. We'll definitely talk more weird voices, impersonations, apparently, because yeah. we, we just went off Deep on tangents. cut animation. I, I like this episode. It's a solid episode, but I want to thank you for coming out. Oh, thank you so much for having uh, me. Anytime. Oh, of course. You come over, have some beers. We yeah, this has been working it's, it's out fun. so far. So this is the interesting part. I have not figured out uh, my catchphrase to close mm. out this ep- the, this uh, this podcast. Right. You know how everyone has a thing. Now, yes, I can go with the grand of like wubba lubba dub dub, but I feel like everyone's probably using that. Yeah. So I was trying to think of, like, what would be a good send-off for this podcast. So if you have any ideas, I mean, you don't have to have it right now off the top of your heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll work on our, on our on our last thing. We're going to be like, I'm Steve-O. And you go, I'm Jacob. I'm Jacob. And then until next time, 
Let's use a Mrs. Box or something. I, I don't, that was that was terrible. Fuck you. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Forget forget you, you're a piece of shit. You're, oh god. Uh That's all I got. Anyways, uh I'm Steve O. I'm Jacob. And until next time, uh You're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean it worked one time, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Morty, the, the podcast kind of fell out at the end. Uh, they don't really have a closer. Yeah, you know, but I think they had, you know, um, not not to be, like, coy or anything, but they think they had really, you know, good chemistry, you know? Like, they kind of mesh well together. Morty, you, you wouldn't know good, good chemistry if it slapped you in the dick balls and and you had a, an erection and you were happy about it. Oh, uh, that's that's really weird. I think I think you added too much to drink. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I had a lot. It was good. It was fun. Jacob was awesome, though. We, we went down weird paths and portals and whatnot. Oh, now you're being punny with the portals. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Fuck it. We're out. We're out. I'm sick, sick of your bullshit. We're out. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You piece of shit. You f- fuck you. We're out. <laughs>